Can you feel it? It's opening day. It's the one day of the year where everybody can win a championship. Royals, the Pirates, the Reds, the Astros are the only team that really has a shot. Well, at least in our eyes. And we're going to talk about this opening game against the White Sox on this edition of the Locked On Astros podcast. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beerling's back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Opening days here. I'm super excited. Aren't you excited to see what Frommer Valdez is going to do? What's Jeremy Pena going to do hitting the leadoff? Who's going to bat second? Who's going to play second base? There's so much unknown this year and that's what's so exciting about this opening day and guys thank you for making the locked on astros podcast your first listen every day whether it's on youtube make sure you go and keep on subscribing to us and go ahead and make us your first listen on apple odyssey spotify wherever you listen to your podcast make sure you make the locked on astros podcast your first listen every day and make it a golden listen as well. I'm super excited to see all the golden jerseys out there. I know everybody's going to be all ready to don their gold tomorrow. Thank you to uh, one of the listeners who actually is getting me to go on the field tomorrow to hold the flag. So y- y'all will be able to see me next to the, the Crawford boxes tomorrow. I'll be next to the, uh, I think it's nitrogen energy or one of the energy drinks out there. So I'm literally at the uh, top right corner of the American flag. So make sure y'all look at for me and say, yes, that's Eric Heisman from the lockdown Astros podcast, but I am super stoked. I'm super excited about all this. And the opening day comes once a year. Brett couldn't make it. He's actually doing another podcast right now. Uh, he, he went ahead and put up the AL West preview. So to those of y'all that have watched two lockdown Astros podcasts tonight, thank you for doing that. If you're planning on going to tomorrow's game, gates will open three hours before first pitch. So that's about 310. Make sure that you uh, get out there. Feel free to go out there. And um, it's just exciting. Just be there. And I'll be on the field when uh, they bring down the pennant, uh, the the little cover from the pennant, and when all the names are announced. And it's just an awesome experience. So if you ever get a chance to hold the flag, go and do it. I did back in 2017 during game one of the World Series. Now, let's go and talk about this. I know Brett and I talked about all the roster moves and uh, yesterday in the little podcast. And thank you for all those people that tuned in just to see Brett and me walking into Minime Park. I know we didn't actually walk into Minime Park on the, the podcast, but it was just a cool little thing that we did. And uh, super stoked about uh, Corey Jokes making the opening day roster. I mean, this was a non-roster invitee, and he made it. So did uh, Cesar Salazar, and uh, this is good for him. But um, the Astros have to decide how they're going to get him on there. One of them is Jose Altuve is going to go down to the 60-day IL. That's for one thing. 
Now they haven't, as far as I know, unless I missed it, they haven't announced the other move. So it's probably going to be either Lance McCullers going down to 60 day IL, or they're going to have to designate one of the guys on the 40 man roster, like a blind Madrid or maybe a Ryland Brandon or somebody like that. That's something that they could also do as well, or put somebody else on the 60 day IL. Brantley can go on IL, but that would not open up a spot on the 40 man roster. In order to get a uh, a player on a 40-man roster, you have to 60-day IL them. So just putting him on the IL would not open a spot. So something to keep in mind, we haven't got official announcement. And as a fantasy baseball owner, once again, will y'all please put your players on the IL? I have Edwin Diaz, who I'm trying to stash for next year. Jose Altuve, I need to put on IL, so let's get it done, guys. But I know it's going to happen tomorrow. Who's going to bat second for the Astros today? Uh, I guess today, if you're watching on Thursday or tomorrow, who's had some success against Dylan Cease and who's had some success against Framer Valdez? That's something that we're going to talking about uh, in this uh, podcast. So uh, let's go ahead and go over uh, what we think the lineups are. So let me go ahead and pull up what Brett thinks first. So this is Brett's lineup. So he thinks that Pena is going to bat leadoff, play shortstop. Tucker is going to play right field, bat second. Bregman's going to play third base, of course, and um, hit third. Then you're going to have Alvarez. Um, I don't remember if he said he was going to be DH or left field. Then you have Abreu, then McCormick. Actually, Alvarez will be in left field, Abreu at first, then McCormick in center field. He has Diaz as the DH, Malnado as the catcher, and then he has uh, David Hensley in at second base hitting ninth. So that is Brett's lineup. So mine is somewhat similar, just a little bit different, and I have backed away from Dubon being in the opening day lineup. I think that the Astros do like his defense, but at the same time, they do need offense, and I think David Hensley is a little bit better than maybe Brett's giving him batting ninth. So this is what I think the lineup should be. I don't know if the Astros are going to do this, but we'll see. Pena leads off. Tucker bats second. Bregman hits third. Alvarez hits fourth. Abreu hits fifth. So this is where it gets a little bit tricky. I do think Hensley's going to be in the lineup batting second. And now this is where I'm not really sure. I think that Malnado is definitely going to hit ninth. I think Myers will hit eighth. So you can flip-flop Hensley or McCormick. I went Hensley because I, I think that he might make better contact and put McCormick in just so you can extend the lineup a little bit more. So uh, that's why I put McCormick hitting seventh. It's not a slide against McCormick at all, but uh, that's just my thoughts. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I could easily see McCormick hitting uh, six instead and Hensley batting seventh. So it's just a matter of what Dusty Baker decides. And who knows? He could put DeBond in there. So I don't know. So I think that Myers will definitely be in center field. And I know Brett wasn't too excited about the idea of Myers being in center field. But if he's going to play, he's going to be in center field. And I know everybody wants Chaz McCormick to play center field as much as possible. But I think that they want to take it safe with Alvarez. So he's probably going to be DH. That's why you're not going to see Yiner Diaz in there. And that's just my thoughts. And Brett's not here to discuss his lineup, but... 
Um, so we'll see if um, if we'll see any of these guys. Colleen says Pena, then Alvarez. Um, I don't think that you're going to see Alvarez hitting second. I think they did that really just for spring training. But you need him batting cleanup. As a little league coach, you always put your big hitter like either third or fourth. And Bregman, I think, is perfect batting third. And so you need somebody to uh, bat uh, all the man. So I think Brett and I agree with the first four hitters. After that, it gets, a, or sorry, first five hitters. After that, it's up in the air because we don't even know who's starting at second base. I mean, I guess we both agreed with Hensley and then outfield is a little bit different. So I think a lot of people might say Dubon. Uh, I know that the Astros prefer a defender, but I think if you want to try to win opening day, and I think that's what the Astros will want to do, then I think that's what you'll see. So Brett could be right. There's Brett's lineup again. I don't know. I could be right. Who knows? This is just speculation. We're just guessing. We'll see what happens when things come out tomorrow. Who's had success against Dylan Cease? Dylan Cease last year was 14 and eight with the 2.20 ERA. He had 227 strikeouts and 184 innings. He's not had a good spring. He's got a three and one record with a 7.31 ERA. But that's just spring training. I'm not too worried about that. I'm not going to just lose my uh, any sleep about that. But And if you're a White Sox fan, I wouldn't either. But let's go ahead and look at what he's done against the Astros. The Astros against Dylan Cease. Jose Abreu has two home runs. Unfortunately, he's not going to be in the lineup. Michael Brantley with two home runs. Also not in the lineup. But who's going to be in the lineup? Probably Alex Bregman is batting 667 with uh, three hits. I mean, three at-bats, he's got one RBI. And then you have Dubon with two at-bats. He has one hit. And then Alvarez is batting 125 and eight at-bats. And Tucker is batting 605 at-bats. So the two guys I've had success against Cease are not in the lineup tonight, unfortunately. So, um, but we'll t- we'll talk about who's had some success against from Valdez in a second. I know everybody's like, well, who's going to win opening day for the Astros? Who's going to win the World Series this year? There's so much out there that we want to talk about. And that's what is good about FanDuel. I mean, the tournament is heating up. You have the Final Four coming to Houston. Everybody's getting excited about it. Tickets are on sale and you can go watch the college March Madness in person. And so there's no better place to get in action than FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. That's because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign in today and claim your no sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything up to um, point spreads, which team will be cutting down net, how many home runs will Alvarez hit this year, now that his hand is hopefully okay, how many, if uh, Tucker is batting second, how many steals will he get, how many double steals will Pena and Tucker get, all in one app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you Join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up today. 
make every moment more with Fandle. So let's look at Frommer Valdez. Uh, he, last year, he was awesome. He was 17 and six with a 2.82 ERA. He had 194 strikeouts and 201 and one third innings pitch. We know about the quality start, starts he had in a row, but I think he's going to have to maintain that level, if not get better, because he's taking over for Justin Verlander. So we're going to have to see what he does in this first game. All the pressures on him. So we'll see what happens. Maybe he, I think he might have started when Verlander was out. I, I forgot who started that one year that Verlander was out. I'll have to go back and look that later. But definitely some people that have had some success against from Valdez, Tim Anderson, he's batting 125 with one home run. Elvis Andrews is batting 250 and 16 at-bats. Andrew Benintendi is batting 286, and Yon Makata is batting 273 with a home run. Andrew Vaughn is batting 455 with one home run. Yasmani Grandal is batting 405 at bats. So you've had some people that had success against him, but the White Sox are the White Sox. We'll see what happens. I think the Astros take care of business. So I think that he's he's turned a tide on everything that has haunted him in the past. I think that he's got a good mental grasp on what he needs to do to be successful. And I think he's going to do this today. So Arlie says that McCormick will win the American League batting title this year. That's a pretty bold guess there, but I'll go with it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he did start opening day before that season when Verlander was out. So, uh, yes. So, don't put anybody in there that's going to get us to win. Um, so somebody's watching this from Australia. Uh, so good day, mate. Uh, Darby says, I was at the game last night, got tickets from that giveaway, got Alvarez's autograph and Hunter Brown's autograph. Well, congratulations. And um, that's awesome. And Arlie says, well, if you're trying to win, don't play Myers. So I guess you are the president of the Jake Myers fan club. Uh, so, yes, a lot of people do not like Mauricio Dubon uh, but, or Jake Myers, but it is what it is. Until Michael Brantley and Jose Abreu come back, you've got to deal with what you got. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But, <sighs> yeah. A lot of people don't like Jake Myers. I think Jake Myers had, he had a good spring training. He made some good hot, hard contact. So I think that you'll see him kind of come alive a little bit. So uh, for those of y'all that don't know what's going on this uh, weekend, game one opening day, it's They're going to reveal the pennants uh, in uh, left field game two. That's when they're going to have the ring ceremony. I wanted to say that Saturday's game is when they're going to give away the Jeremy Pena bobblehead, MVP bobblehead. And so uh, make sure you get out there to Minute Maid Park and root for the Houston Astros. Uh, there's a new center field store. It's, uh, there was a store out there, but this one is Mas Grande. It's awesome. Also, the big El Grande is really big. It's awesome. It's it's. They've got a better technology over there, and it's just great. Uh, Brett and I went to the game on um, – I don't even know what day of the week is right now. I guess it's uh, Tuesday we went to the game, and it's just the lineups is, are going to pop a little bit more. The Astros um, 
put a lot more into the graphics. So I think you're going to see a much better experience at the ballpark. And um, I know that there's some more, there's some better food options. And I know that Jim Crane is looking at adding some uh, entertainment options around the ballpark down the road. I think he's going to break ground on it pretty soon. Uh, We'll talk about that after opening day, but right now it's just about, um, about that. Uh, did I say, I, I don't know if I said something about, um, I don't know what I said about Abreu or uh, Jose Altuve. I don't know, but I'm just super excited about that. So, um, and Jay Roberts says, I'd love for us all to be wrong about Jake. Yeah, sure. But I think Jake Myers is, he, this is his last chance. Otherwise he's probably going to be a backup outfielder because once Michael Brantley's ready in late May, April, early May, I think Brantley's going to play a lot of left field or DH and you have Alvarez out in left field a little bit more. Chaz McCormick will hopefully take over if he's going to win the batting t- title, like uh, Arlie saying. So we'll see what happens, but um I think somebody's saying that the Astros should trade for uh, Lewis Robert from the White Sox. Um, good luck with that because he's got a lot of trade value. So I don't think the the White Sox are going to give him away. You're going to have to give up a Christian Javier or something like that. So speaking of which, who do you think's going to uh, win the MVP on the team? I guess we can count Jose Altuve out just because he's going to miss so much time. Uh, a lot of people are concerned about maybe Alvarez, it, how healthy is his hands. So we'll have to see how that goes down the road. I mean, he he was taking some swings at um, on on Tuesday's game at Minmay Park that looked pretty good. They didn't go out, but they they looked pretty good. So I think that he's fine. So hopefully, long term, it's going to be good. I my money is on Kyle Tucker. I think Jeremy Pena is going to do a good job setting the table for the the meat of the lineup but he's got to get on base and Kyle Tucker, especially with the banning of the shift. I know they're still going to find a way to shift, but I think this guy is good enough to beat the shift and he's going to be able to increase his steals this year. I think he's going to hit some more home runs. And I think that he probably doesn't like the pitch clock, but I think the pitch clock is going to help him with all the little like mannerisms he had, I think that's going to help him maybe focus a little bit more at the plate. So um, I know that I saw it. Somebody had some predictions. So Colleen says that MVP Tucker, Sayan Javier, World Series winner Astros. If y'all want to put that up, I'll go ahead and put those up real quick. But yeah, I think that nothing against Romer Valdez. I think he's the Astros' best pitcher. But I think that Christian Javier, he needs to take over for Justin Verlander. Not be Justin Verlander, but kind of take the next step in his uh, career and become a, maybe not the ace, but the co-ace with Romer Valdez. And I think he's pitching in game two. And uh, so we'll see what happens, but it's good to hear that Hunter Brown is okay. He's likely to take his first start in rotation and congrats to Renel Blanco, Seth Martinez for making the opening day lineup. Then Corey Jolks and Salazar for doing that as well. Cause these guys are, were like probably surprised at, to make the roster. So we'll see what Jolks can do. And I, this is probably a tryout, so to speak, for Jolks because he's been in AAA for a couple seasons. And 
they know what he can do down there. So uh, while Michael Brantley's on the shelf, this is the perfect time for them to kind of see what he has. So let's see what else we have. Uh, Tucker for MVP. Uh, Will Travers says, let's go Strohs. Um, Carl says his uh, lineup would be Pena, Bregi, Alvarez, Abreu, Tucker, McCormick, Diaz, Maldonado, Dubon. Uh, I'm kind of going away from the Dubon train and because he doesn't really hit for much. At least David Hensley can hit. So we'll see what happens there. Jay Roberts says team MVP Abreu. Wow, that's bold, uh, but not totally surprising. You have rookie of the year Brown, Salyan from Valdez. Uh, Colleen asked, uh, what's, why did they pitch Urquidy before Garcia? I think it was more based on when he pitched in a world baseball classic and it just kind of lined up that way. So I think that has more to do with it versus anything else. So I wouldn't read too much into that. So I wouldn't, um, Arlie says all joke inside. I feel like Bregman wins the MVP. Honestly, the Astros, especially with losing Altuve for two months, Bregman, he took a step last year, but he needs to take another step this year. And I think the Astros would uh, very much appreciate that. So uh, we'll see what happens, but I'm excited about opening day and to see everything that's going on. So make sure you look out for me holding the flag top right corner uh, up against the wall. I'll try not to break my back because I'll be running up against it tomorrow and I'll try not to fall flat on my face. Um, so I'm excited about that. But if you see me or Brett at uh, opening day tomorrow, make sure you stop in and say hi. But guys, thank you for making the Lockdown Astros podcast your first listen every day. And we appreciate everybody that uh, tells us, hey, y'all are doing a great job and everything like that. So uh, I'll put a couple more things up here. Darby says, Pena, Tucker, Bregi, Alvarez, Abreu, Hensley, McCormick, Diaz, and Maldi. So that's pretty similar to my lineup, except for Diaz is in there. I'm guessing at DH instead of Alvarez. Okay, so I can see that. So that's kind of a hybrid of mine and Brett's. So for those of you just joining, I'll just go and put this up one more time. This was Brett's lineup. He had Pena, Tucker, Bregman, Alvarez, Abreu, McCormick, Diaz, Malnado, and Hensley. And this was my lineup. Pena, Tucker, Bregman, Alvarez, Abreu, Hensley, McCormick, Myers, and Malnado. So I think you're always going to see Malnado hitting ninth. I mean, I know there's some sense in putting Hensley ninth, having a second leadoff hitter, so to speak. But I think that Malnado is going to be the nine-hole hitter. So... Uh, we'll see what happens and definitely is, uh, yeah, in fifth inning, we'll probably be meeting in St. Arnold. So if you want to stop by and say hi, that'll be cool. But other than that, Brett and I are excited about this. Thank you for supporting Lockdown Astros podcast. Make us your first listen every day and make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. And I'm excited about this. And if you want my predictions, since Brett's not here to yell at me about doing predictions, I'm going to say the Astros win this game five to two. And so that's all we got for this edition of the Lockdown Astros podcast. Make sure you check out our other edition that Brett uh, broadcasted earlier of the AL West preview, where all the guys got together and just kind of talked about the chances in the AL West. So my name is Eric Heisman. Brett is H-Town Wheelhouse. We are the Lockdown Astros podcast, and we are your only daily Astros podcast out there. And make sure you go ahead and make us your first listen. And Ghost Rose, we'll see you tomorrow.